what do we call this thing? What is this? We're not doing a normal podcast episode this week. So mm, I don't know. Is this, it's not part of, is, is this a whole new extra? It's not like Papcast point whatever. It's like pot, Papcast 22X or 2XX or 2XXX <laughs> or something. I'm not sure. Two, two, oh, you know what? Two, 226.X is what it should be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Point X. I like that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what episode normally it would be though. No. Yeah. We, we just did. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we? I think it was 225. It was 226. According to my podcast app. about this book but welcome to a perfectly acceptable podcast episode 226.x this is the first time we will have ever recorded anything (laughs) at least uh product wise specifically for adults so i know that this is a explicit content podcast it's going to be a very explicit content episode of that podcast hey roman i'm jeff hey jeff i'm roman and yeah, um, I'm, ex- I'm excited. This is our, yeah, like you said, our first, uh, our first, um, shall we say, m- mature listeners only podcast. <laughs> I, I do agree that that is true, but I can't imagine that this specific book <laughs> warranted that voice affectation you chose, which is like <laughs> a sort of affluent Montgomery Burns voice, like <laughs> immature content so we can talk about dick fight island volume <laughs> one by Rayboon ek oh yeah that is how oh, you yeah. say the name yeah well, well it has to be somewhat affluent because you know nobody can afford to go to these islands unless you have money so or a giant sword <laughs> penis apparently um let's just do some context for the listeners who don't know what's going on uh i you know love to get all types of different comics into our comic shop and i was placing the initial order which is the order we place three months in advance for when products come out um and there's all sorts of your marvels and your dcs in there but there's a lot of like obscure smaller publisher books and there's a lot of like manga stuff as well a huge manga section in fact so big it dwarfs my tiny tiny manga awareness that i have anymore um I used to consider myself pretty informed about that stuff back in the middle school. Now it's now it's a far, I'm a much smaller fish in a larger pond, but I, I was flipping through it and I found this book called Dick fight Island. And I read the, I read the back of it and I thought I have to order one of these for the store. Cause we have like an adults only section at our store, but kind of by virtue of Western stuff that is most, mostly heterosexual leaning and mostly female nudity based um and i'm always trying to like diversify that because you know what's there's no no good for just one voice but uh i read this back now roman 
Do you want to read the back of Dick Fight Island for everybody, if you wouldn't mind? This is all. All that we had was a picture of the cover, which doesn't give a ton away. But no. this distinction, a description rather, Roman, give the fans the all we had when we ordered this book. All right. Dick Fight Island, volume one. The tournament is to choose the next king of the islands is about to begin. Wait, I read that wrong already. You read it very cute. <laughs> it's hard because it's distracting. There's a lot of wonderfully be- beautiful boys on that. Cover. Yeah, there sure is. Um, it's about to begin. The rules are simple. Whoever comes first loses. Participating warriors protect their mighty swords with armor that grows larger and more elaborate with each tournament. But one warrior has returned from studying abroad with a technique certain to force a pleasurable eruption. Is there a competitor alive able to withstand it? Or is this deft warrior destined to become king? And I just want to reiterate, when Roman read the sentence, but only, uh, wait, where to go? When it, it said the first one to come loses, they're not talking about arriving at the island. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're, they're, all, not. they're already on the islands. <laughs> these, guys, so, these, these guys all live, I think, to compete. Well, to compete, you have to be a member of one of the clans, and there's a different clan on each island. Yeah, it's your classic, you know, it's very much even like your Hickman Ten of Swords event, except instead of uh, 10 different swords, it's like 10 different islands, and everyone has a crazy different dick sword. And we're talking long dick swords like we're talking hip to head um you know adolescent human sides swords coming out of your your gonads they're quite they're quite fascinating uh, yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're 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 dick armor they're dick sheaths whatever you want you want to call them because i mean they're very they're very distinctive they're very different each one is is specific to the clan it really is like I don't know, island, tribe, Polynesian, I don't know, very, just very specific. There's a lot of detail and thought put into them. Oh, there's a lot of detail for (laughs) sure. Uh, So when this book came in, the week that it came in, we posted all the stuff that was going to be arriving into the store onto our website, and it gained a fair amount of attention (laughs) from people who saw it. And several of those people were our podcast listeners, and they said that they wanted an episode about this book and as a glutton for punishment and someone who just has no ability to say no to anyone ever (laughs) i thought this would be a fun thing to do i read the first half of it last week and i mentioned to roman that i was doing that and going to talk about on the podcast he was like oh man i wanted to read that like that i would love to talk about that so i thought let's just put it off and wait until roman and i can both read it on the day that i went to pick it up from the store some customer totally unrelated to the podcast group had ordered it from out of town because they were just like, this premise is too ridiculous. I need to have this. So that is the origin of why this book is in our store and why we're doing a special edition Papcast 226.x for everybody. X, 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 X. Hey, Roman, I took this opportunity to look into a couple things just about this genre that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I thought I would like gain some context. You interested in some context? I am because this is this is I don't know about you, but this is the first. Uh, is it BL Boys Life Boys Love Bo- Boy Love or Yaoi? Y A O I is kind of the the, the general yeah, this, term for it. Yeah, this is the first manga in that in that genre that I've read. Well, so it bears mentioning that this is a boys love manga, and it does there is it is not they are not pulling punches. There is this is a full on nudie show. <laughs> they're pulling something else. Yeah, <laughs> they're pulling something else. 
Um, so yeah, this isn't sort of like a, a Marvel Comics adult book. This is like <laughs> this is straight up porn. So this is just straight up porn. And what I thought was interesting, and I've noticed about other hentai manga, uh, they have the thing where there's a lot of there's a lot of Johnsons in this book, and they all have at some point on them some clear like white bar. It's not even white. It's just like a, a bar of nothing yeah. covering the width of a penis all over. And I had to look up and they also it's, you know, like with vaginas as well in, you know, other manga. And I had to look up what that was about. Yeah, I was curious, too, because the um, that little grayed out bar, it's it's just I don't know if it's a legal requirement or what, because it doesn't actually obscure anything. No, it's, it's, just, it's just it's just a tiny little bar that's kind of like across the penis but you obviously you know that's obviously a large penis <laughs> yeah and it's not even like on the head of the penis it's no. like halfway on the shaft it's clearly some you know like visually i was like this is clearly some legal requirement because breaking that line technically means that it's no longer a penis right so anyway uh, in japan uncensored genitalia is just illegal to display hentai is legal but only so long as the penis and vaginas are censored and people hate the mosaic censoring style as it is very obtrusive. So artists will usually opt for non-intrusive censors such as black or white bars as small as possible or whiting out penises and vaginas. Note that an original uncensored works will usually still be made available, though. I'm not familiar with how this exact process works. Is that somebody hmm. explaining it? But interesting, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I've never seen that before. I didn't know that. Okay. That's how you get around it. Just put this teeny little, I mean, it's so tiny. It's, 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 so, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's like, and oh. I, I was reading furthermore that some mangaka will just choose to not draw anything there at all. And it's, you know, the case oh. of the invisible penis, they call it. I'm like, yeah. well, there's no satisfaction in that at all. Yeah. 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 I've seen that before. And that's like, oh, that's just, that just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. We're just back, backing away entirely. Um, but so in reading about just like the genre of yaoi, I was very interested to learn that it's actually primarily a genre in Japan made by women for women. And I guess okay. that I was just sort of like uninformedly being like, well, this is just, you know, it's like it's gay porn. So people like homosexual porn, uh, that would be the demographic that it was shooting for. But in reality, um, it was mostly female and even oftentimes heterosexual leaning women. Which just like demonstrated my like, oh, I made wrong assumptions there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I did too. And 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 just because and and how do you spell Yahweh? Uh Y-A-O-I. Ah, good. I spelled it right. I'm I'm taking notes. <laughs> but it's also it makes total sense. The customer who bought it from far away was a woman. Any like woman that's seen it or her is like, you know, there's like it's like a the concept, the the you know, the description on the back is hilarious and you know, not, not arousing. So it, 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 it yeah, just, I, I was like, Oh God. Okay. Yeah. The world's, the world's different than I always assume it is. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Cause I was, you know, pleasantly surprised with how, I mean, this is funny and it's, it's pretty hilarious, but it's also, it's also kind of sweet. And, you know, this is something that this is porn. I wouldn't be ashamed to like share with a woman and it's not embarrassing. It's not, so typically uh it's not macho at all 
well, I guess it is macho in some ways, but, in, but it's also sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, you know, a huge drawback in porn or your ability to share porn with somebody, right? Is that it is so like male centric. In, in, yeah. I mean, so often or so like macho or even so based around the physical act of the intercourse that happens in it. Whereas this, while there is plenty of scenes of just people rubbing on each other or shoving multiple fingers up butts in this it's still like the context around all of it allows it to be more satisfying you like are meeting these characters and it's got this like you know power rangers-esque thing where you're like oh yeah that island's got that sword because they do like you know shadow healing and they have to like prick their finger on the tip of their giant (laughs) <laughs> metallic sword thing to draw blood to draw a, like a circle on their head to summon a possession like okay cool like the Yu-Gi-Oh fan in the, in me is like I can get on board with this absolutely yeah yeah I I, I, lo- I loved all that I love the world the world building in this which I didn't expect um the the uh which one was that that was that vampire yeah I think so you know I was finger. real bad yeah. I was real bad with names Oh man, I, I kind of was, um, when this, oh, well, when, I, I don't know where you were headed just now, but, <laughs> when, <laughs> but, uh, when we started this right away, when it introduced all the competitors, one from each Island, from each clan, um, I quickly picked out my two favorites and then one of them was eliminated right away. And I was like, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. That was my favorite as well. I assume we're both talking about the, the like hair over one eye. person. Uh, uh, Taling. I'm assuming. Yeah. The demure looking. uh, But yeah. And yeah, we have this similar taste in that. We both, love androgynous the hair to one side with the 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 buzz cut (laughs) i don't know i don't know if we super need to go into that on our podcast about okay uh, the overlap in our tastes and uh women and men but um (laughs) but uh let's leave some mystery right you know okay yeah sure yeah yeah hey everyone can you hear jeff just sort of on his heels about how to talk about this book on this podcast we've done 225 episodes of usually it's like well the art i don't know you know there is some good stuff there but it's a little too todd mcfarlane and the panel to panel storytelling isn't great um that's not what this episode of this podcast is <laughs> yeah i yeah and i was gosh i i dug how much i did like the characters how much like different personality there was in all of them and i also loved you know we know that our main character has got a special spot in this tournament because he has been on the outside of this sort of culture these different islands he's seen the other side of culture i guess and he's learned this technique and he's come back to the tournament and he's ready to fudge and use it and we learned very early on that this technique he's learned is the discovery of a very i imagine it's new to this story a total mysterious thing i'd never heard of the prostate gland and he's just out there you know john wicking people with his prostate technique he's just bam 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 he's it's able no one has seen this thing and and what i love is that's a, a a technique you can use in this manga because nobody covers their ass ever and I, I love all the hilarious shots of just like glory shots of butts but it has the sound effect of jiggle right next to it <laughs> i love that too i love sound effects in manga but this especially it's great because and, and all the little like 
quiver sound effects, but yeah, quiver, a lot of quiver. Yeah, the quiver will start off and it'll descend vertically. So it's just like quiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's almost uh, onomatopoeia. What is that? The words that uh, sound or look like what they are actually reflecting. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, that, that Kevin Smith villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, Onom- oh, you're right. God. Yeah, let's bring <laughs> it back to Batman cacophony if we can. Yeah, everything comes back to Batman. Um, I, I forgot. Damn it. I forgot what you, something you said. Maybe well, the bus being exposed saying oh. jiggle. And I just love that that was a part of their culture that everyone was like, they're proud of their butt. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that too. And it, and kind of the innocence about butts. Because none of them, until <laughs> until the guy studies out abroad and comes back, none of the, it never occurred to any of them somehow that, oh, we can do butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for very endearing that they always refer to it as their manhood. But yeah, they keep being like, do you think I could fit my manhood in his butt? Uh, and that, and again, we don't want to spoil the end of this because there are some people who have committed to buying this book if we do this podcast about it. So uh, I don't want to spoil the rewarding right. end. Although I will, well, I'll come back <laughs> the rewarding end. Uh, but it, I love that as they, he's even exposed this technique, like somebody tries to then use it on him and he's like, you're not even using lubricant. There's nothing wet there. How could I possibly enjoy this? And you're like, that's a good point. It's also a safe reminder to have safe butt play, butt stuff play. <laughs> yeah. And I like that we found out later um, there's an outsider character um, that comes in and he doesn't know that in, in their culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't know. Boy, you say comes a lot in regular conversation. We sure do. <laughs> we sure do. Especially um, you and I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he comes. Just again. go for it. He, just go for he's it. In, he, he's in their culture, and he didn't know that. In a flashback, uh, the guy from the clan, from the islands, he shows up, and he's just in wherever they are, Seattle or wherever, and he has this new roommate, and he's walking around wearing basically his, his <laughs> ass, ass us chaps, and he doesn't think, and that's normal from his culture. A warrior's attire, but yeah, one of our regular American dudes is like, God, you can't do that. That's uh, Jeez, and he inadvertently compliments the guy because from the islands, that's why they do that. Because if you you know notice somebody's ass, compliment it, whatever. That's a that's a, just a huge compliment and a come on. Yeah. So it yep. leads to some interesting little cultural, um, cute misunderstandings. <laughs> yeah. I okay. So mecha- let's talk a little bit mechanically here. Just because oh. of the of the totally out there design of all of these people with their giant, like it's like they have like a third arm, but it's bigger than their other arms all the time in these like manga panels that are so typically like quick and mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes like messy within manga. You think about like Dragon Ball Z and two people fighting in the air and it's just like all these shots with like somebody with their arm fully extended next to somebody's head and then a leg up with an arm blocking it. And this is doing all of that. Then with this giant, awkwardly shaped, foreign alien looking thing protruding from all of these bodies. So I kept just being like, what is this panel of? I don't know if you had that at all. (laughs) Yeah, I I did. What is, is that an arm? And my nipples don't get as hard as these people's nipples get, you know? No, that's that's pretty pretty impressive. Well, there's you know, a lot there's a lot of nipple play in this one. They're all they're all in excellent shape living on these islands and being all athletic and swimming like 
the length of all eight islands one of the tri- tribes do <laughs> it reminded me i should after covid19 get back in my dick fight island shape because oh, i've definitely. really let i've really let this go for me definitely yeah I, I i wouldn't qualify for any of these armors the one guy has i forget which character but the one guy maybe it's the main character heart um his dick sheath armor thing i mean it's got horns on it and it's got these like lower horns that you i thought were bone but you can detach them and apparently they have lubricant stored in them lube tubes you know you gotta (laughs) have some spare lube tubes and your giant your giant faux phallus weapon (laughs) it's pretty damn impressive it's pretty damn impressive yeah who's your other What's oh, that? Well, I was just going to say, it. what else is also is impressive about this book is uh, based on the attention on the day that it came out, I was like, all right, well, I'll order some more. And our main distributor was sold out of them. I was looking online. A lot of places were sold out of them. Even Amazon had them at like an increased price. But then I found wow. one of our sort of lesser used distributors and they had like seven copies of it left. So I ordered like five of them. So, you know, I just, I, as soon as scarcity was introduced, I was like, oh my God, I got to get all this Dick, Dick Fight Island. I got to get all this in our store. We're going to be the only people with Dick Fight Island come June 1st come. Wow. That, huh. um, yeah. And I looked up, I think I only looked on Goodreads, but yeah, apparently there's two volumes, but this first volume is the only one available um, stateside. Yeah. And it just came out like, yeah, last week, but I was looking into that too, because it ends as I was moving towards the end, I was like, there's a degree of finality coming here. <laughs> and I didn't know if this was like the only volume, but it does say one all over it. So I kind of assumed there's going to be another. And I don't really even know, I guess we sort of are introduced to the end of one of these tournament cycles. It's kind of like, you know, G Gundam, for example, where there's a tournament and mm-hmm. um, whoever wins the tournament gets to govern universal space for four years. And there's another tournament. Okay. And actually, this has a lot of overlaps with G Gundam because all of those people come to Earth as the battleground and their Gundams are shaped in some way like their country. So like Norway's is a giant windmill and stuff. So hmm. every country has a dick-shaped weapon that they can use to fight in their island style to, wow, to govern wow. universal space. You think Gundam ins- inspired this then? Oh, I think Gundam's inspired everything, but I think <laughs> particularly Dick Fight Island. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so they- you were saying, I think you were asking who my other favorite person was. Yeah, because of course in a, in a tournament thing with these characters, everybody's like wants to talk about their favorites and and yeah, who's your who's your? Well, I definitely yeah liked that first one who gets eliminated pretty quickly. That was far and away. He had very different. Um, I don't even know what they call these things. They're his dick armor because his was flexible, unlike a lot of them. And, More like and a it, whip. Yeah, and it ends in a big long pointed tail whip. Yeah, kind of like um, like I think her name is Bianca Blair in WWE right now. She got, she's the one from like Royal Rumble when we were watching with like the ten foot long hair braid or something that she like whips oh. around people. Yeah, uh, that, this that, reminded me of that. That's funny. Reading this, I kept on thinking of you know some of our favorite WWE wrestlers because you know as much as a lot of fans don't want want to admit it, the WWE it's all about homoeroticism. Yeah, yeah, and there's still those pesky girls in the way. <laughs> um gosh you know that one was so head and shoulders above the other ones for me that you know i have a i have a rank of like three or so others below it i didn't mind the main guy 
um, the blonde guy that gets eliminated kind of early on in like the second fight that we see. Probably the long-haired, blonde, braided one, whoever that is. Oh, from uh, was that Blanc from the Moon yes. Clan? Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they're they're particularly known for being beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Who is your other your other other favorite? My other favorite, I like Blanc a lot. Um, but my my second favorite was uh, Vampire. Yeah, well, <laughs> was... yeah, that one was that one was great, especially when they were not Vampire. Which I yeah. probably was bet was the difference between you were particularly when they into it when they were sorry. I, when they were not possessed by the demon spirit for me, probably when right. they were possessed by the demon spirit for you. Well, that was hot, but but mostly when they wasn't possessed by by um. Oh, okay. Because his clan, they're healers and they're magic users or shamans, and I love that his <laughs> he's not a vampire, but his uh, his dick armor is it's got bat wings and it's it, he, and he's the one that has the the little point in the top that he pricks his finger in order to activate his blood magic. <laughs> it's just crazy to be flipping through a book and talking about it on the podcast to talk about and just randomly, just like every X number of pages. It's like, Oh, that's a big old cum they're making there. <laughs> Someone is making a big old cum. It, it, How about okay. the really random scene in the middle where just like a small dragon shows up? cutie oh, yeah. just like yeah. for no reason at all in the middle of a fight this small dragon shows up kind of distracts people and then runs away never talked about again and it's just like well yeah after dragons stop being used as mounts they shrink in size and they're you know like that now they're just small pets and it's like that's a really weird bit of world building to throw in here it is and I, yeah and i was like they sh- shrink in size after they're stopping domesticated it should go the other way shouldn't it <laughs> but <laughs> good point maybe they're being bred to be big so they can be used as yeah yeah but yeah it was this yeah and it gets in the audience and then that's it <laughs> yeah yeah i guess you got to have some kind of cute little animal like mascot at some at point some point shows right. up i also appreciated the fact that uh the the they're not they're their armor gets broken off or t- removed yeah. a lot. So then they're, they're well, fighting, quote unquote, um, trying to defeat each other. And their, their dicks are just flopping around with some great sound effects. A lot of flop <laughs> sound effects, a lot of waggle waggle sound effects. Yeah, a lot of waggle, a lot of rub sound effects. So yeah, yeah. Frotteridge, I think, is the, <laughs> the, the, cor- the correct term for dick on dick rubbing. But yeah, it makes sense. Like, and you're kind of just, you're eliminated after you, you know, make a big come. And it, it, it makes sense that you would be destroying these elaborate, expensive weapons that they've made. Right. You're right. Because like my immediate thought was like, man, I have to rebuild those between each fight. And it's like, oh wait, no, you're eliminated. So you just, it's like Gundams or battle bots or something, right? Like you got to protect your weapon as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they got to, you know, get those out of the way so they can even more effectively make their opponent come. I, I do appreciate that after each, even though they're losing when they make a big come, none of them are so uh, shamed and emasculated when they're laying there covered in their own splits, as the sound effect <laughs> often says in there. You know, like there's no, uh, they managed to make a big come and not lay there like, um, okay, uh, <laughs> I got to go do, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ashamed. I got to go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not, not a single one of them seems to be uh, falling victim to that. But and they're losing tournament battles at the same time. So you'd think surely they'd be s- splitsed out. You'd think so, but yeah, that's one of the nice things that nobody's 
I mean, they're upset by it definitely if they lose, but you know, I forget when, uh, how often they do this tournament, how long somebody, how long the winner gets to be king before they four have years to, every four years. Okay. So it's not that long of a time. I read, but, Oh, please, please. Oh no. I, um, and as usual with manga, there's some, like whenever they pull out, Oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> whenever the camera pulls back and there's a, uh, like a landscape scene. I'm always impressed with this with manga that there's these beautiful nature scenes. Um, and it's those pages when they talk a little bit about the history of the, the island chain or the specific island and the culture there. So it's just got some gorgeous art. There yeah, was it does some, have some gorgeous art. There was some stuff I, I was thinking. I don't know. What do you, what do you, how would you feel about this? I was thinking that. I wouldn't recommend this as like somebody's first manga just because <laughs> it's there. <porn>? <laughs> well, well, not even because of that. Hey, have you ever seen um, a movie? No, I have a good one for you. <laughs> um, no, not even because of that, but that's a good point. Um, no, it's also because of the art. I thought there was some transitions that I thought were difficult that I didn't realize at first, like when they transitioned into a flashback. Yeah, that was very abrupt. Yeah, I was thinking, boy, that that'd be hard if you weren't used to um manga yeah yeah i would definitely you know say if you're at all interested in manga like akira is a great one to check out as a first one you know pluto is another great one if you're looking for a first one this is not that this is for the seasoned veterans or the very bold or just the 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 curious but it is Yeah, I, you know, I sat outside on my porch swing, swinging in the sun, reading this in my bathrobe, realizing that if one of my neighbors like looked over and was like, what's he reading? It would be a very like, oh, that's our neighbor, Jeff. He's out there in his bathrobe. Is that man splitzing? I, I, I finished reading this yesterday while I was at work at the museum, but I was on a break. So I was sitting in my car reading this. Bold, bold. That's the creepiest vision I've ever had ever. Yeah, hey, I just there. go on my breaks and hang out in my car and read porn. <laughs> read, read boys love porn. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, who do you recommend this to, Roman? Any anybody looking to diversify their porn collection? I think it's probably a pretty fun thing to read as a couple. I would say. Yeah, yeah. You know, anybody look looking to diversify their manga intake? Um, <laughs> I I just really like because it is. It's sweet and it's fun. And it just happens to be, you know, in the context of, of men ejaculating all over each other. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's all the same present wrapped a different way, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm only disappointed that we're going to have to wait for so long to get the second volume. Yeah, I know. We'll have to reread the first before we can read the second just to remember oh, exactly who, who lost by making the big come. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I'm glad that my favorite character is apparently he's he's going to be in the next tournament or whatever they because it can't be another tournament already because it's supposed to be four years, four years. Yeah. Your favorite character, the the um, the androgynous Taling. Yeah. Taling. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So that, yeah, small... I think anybody gets to redo it the next tournament. Yeah. Yeah. He's the I guess he's the shortest one. He's the youngest one, I think. They kept tossing shade at our main pro tag in here is like, no, you can't you're too inexperienced to even be here. Like they were gonna kick him out before he could even, you know, show him his wares at first. And yeah, and then at the end they were shaming him a little bit too. Yeah, and he's got those he's so cute and he's got that cute little 
bat ear wings are kind of like a something a bat somebody in the batman family would wear oh i'm talking head. about our main pro tag oh um, oh heart or what's his name is it heart is Maybe. he the one that is he the one that left and went abroad and studied? Yeah, and has the, okay. the the boyfriend who came and visited from off the island. Yeah, um, but <laughs> it's yeah, like he he was getting shade thrown at, right? They almost expelled right. him at the beginning. He had to have the battle to prove it, and even at the end of the whole thing, they're like, "You got to go back out in the world and refine your skills, my friend. You are not ready to be a chosen." And he's like, "I'm here. I'm being a chosen. What do you mean I'm not ready to be a chosen?" I I thought, quit throwing shade on my guy. Yeah, yeah, and I thought, why? you guys are all just jealous on because he's of course he's ready to be a chosen and deserves it i mean he's got more skills than than a lot of these other guys so if you yeah i agree with your point entirely which is if you like firepower you will also like dick fight island no i'm just kidding i uh, <laughs> <laughs> roman was, did that like sort of thoughtful almost frown <laughs> nod hmm yeah maybe yeah i'm not gonna tell him no <laughs> <laughs> i can see that you know there's tournaments there's important, tournaments important stuff on the line fighting um okay well listen you've got to go to work i don't have a whole lot else to say about dick fight island volume one outside of we did it well what would you give it great question um i would give it an eight or an 8.5 i think manga has a different style and flow of storytelling and i would say some of the storytelling difficulties and like time jumps and transition stuff it probably less difficult for someone who is very well versed in manga you know Mm -hmm. and i would not consider myself that even though i do love it and read a fair amount so yeah i would say art pretty great mechanically maybe a tiny bit lacking and then i would say the story was super fun and you know i would say when it comes to porn the big problem is it's hard to have a connection feeling with the people in the porn i would say so even like a western you know comic porn is is so much more focused on the act than developing the characters around it so you know i, I love that this doesn't do that right like it's there's yeah. world building and the characters are fun and funny and you have a connection with all these people to an extent so yeah i, I would say in terms of you know porn which i've never uh rated uh in a in a podcast before i would say 8 8.5 cool cool i yeah. <clears throat> i agree yeah that's it's these are actual characters you care about a storyline you care about um and all the 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 naughty bits are all i mean important to that but they're not the only focus but they are um, there oh yeah they're definitely there um there's even some sound effects i i just happened to slip flip to this one page and i don't forget who this guy is but he i guess he stands up suddenly or something and the sound effect is is and it's descending vertically down the page and the sound effect is k-w-e so it's queen and i don't know what that means <laughs> that was like the you only know. sound the only sound effect i don't understand i did yeah the number of sound effects in here is pretty great and it just made me sort of think how that would translate to anime i'm sure that there is an anime adaptation oh. of this so there should be but you know like those sounds like anime sounds are not the same as western sounds and you yeah. they'll even write them in the screen but they're it's just a different body of instruments than what Western right. sound effects. You know. No penny whistles over there. Actually, probably penny whistles too. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is some, uh, when the transitions happen, I noticed there's like a, a kind of a white space and then it goes into kind of a slanted panel. And that's usually a, 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 a 
flashback or transition. That's the only visual cue though that you have. Yeah, I was trying to think of, I mean, how I thought this was originally published. I bet it was originally published in like a jump in a in a zine <laughs> in a manga anthology. So I was trying to think of how many pages at a time, and also is oh. anti largely distributed um, in jumps, the sort of weekly yeah. consumables. Yeah. But yeah, that in those situations, it's often like eight or nine pages at a time that come out once a week. So yeah, I wonder if that was here because it wasn't very distinct when it was happening. But yeah, I caught on a couple other cues of just sort of like, oh, I think there is a visual cue that there's been a jump here. And before we get out of here, what are you giggling about? I just have, I had my, I had a bookmark still marked in here. My favorite, my favorite line and almost one of my favorite actions that they also kind of, it was one of those kind of weirdly innocent things because apparently it hadn't occurred to his opponent that, that, Oh my God, he's, he's attacking. They don't say nuts. I forget what they call them, but oh, yeah. jewels. <laughs> he's attacking my jewels. Oh my God. And yeah. <laughs> what is this sensation? But my, I love this slide fold under the, ple- fold under the pleasure of my sublime tongue. <laughs> yes. And on that note, I'm yeah. Jeff and, and the publisher can- of sublime. Oh, I'll give it nine and a half. Oh God, I'm sorry. I just wanted to end on the note <laughs> of fold under my sublime tongue, but we can come back to that. Do you give it a nine and yes. a half? Yeah, I had so much fun reading this. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it might have almost got it a gooey, except that, like you said, the, uh, the, the <laughs> hard to use the term gooey when it's talking about porn, but <laughs> the rough transitions, some, well, not rough, but, you know, unfamiliar. Yeah. Abru- uh, abrupt. And sometimes, yeah, I kind of skimmed some arcs. I was like, I have no idea who is who and what's happening here, but yeah. Well, Oh, I guess I'll take this opportunity to say this week because of just kind of getting ready for store prep stuff and the comics were late and nobody had days off. There is not going to be a regular episode of Papcast this week. So look for episode 227, not this Monday, but the Monday after. I am sorry that this is your one episode of Papcast this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not because no, yeah, what a not be sorry. What a journey we've been on this day. Um, yeah. All right, Roman, thanks for joining me. Thanks for going on this pleasure journey with me. And until next time, fold under the pleasure of my tongue. It didn't work as well as I'd hoped <laughs> that it would. Fold under the pleasure of my sublime tongue. Oh, I forgot the word <laughs> sublime. Uh, all right, we'll see you a week from Monday. Bye, everybody. Yes, so long.